You know, it, it's like that line from The Godfather. It's just business, Mikey. And it's, and, and it's the disgusting underbelly hmm. of, of what's happening. And these, yeah, are, and these are agreements. Yeah. And that's why I really wanted this show to be really shining a light on the young women or young children, I should say. Um, and how can we somehow inoculate them from this kind of debauchery? Well, it's said that Harvey Weinstein's behavior was an open secret in Hollywood and has been for decades, which should have everyone asking the question, what is an open secret? I mean, it sounds like an oxymoron to me. I mean, what is an open secret? Well, that's what it's being called in Hollywood. Harvey Weinstein, you know, this is sort of like... Uh, like an echo chamber, it's it's the rallying call that started it all, and now there's not a day that doesn't go by that there are more claims. And folks, we're seeing this in a lot of circles. L- let me explain to you here. We're seeing this in not just Hollywood circles. We're seeing this in political circles. We're seeing this in media circles. You know, you know what the the the, the common denominator here is? It's powerful men who have a lot of money and power who act like pigs. Talk. Just talk. Because that's what we do here, friends. Malcolm Out Loud Talk. Welcome to the show. And joining us on the show here today is the celebritizer. Gail Murphy, she's a media expert, showbiz reporter, Hollywood correspondent, speaker and author of Interview Tactics, How to Survive the Media Without Getting Clobbered, or Sexually Harassed, that is. So Gail, again, is called a celebritizer for a reason. She understands the celebrity world and covers all things showbiz on that side of the coast. And Ava Armstrong joins us. She's a political commentator, radio personality now, and a producer as well for one of our newest shows, Viewpoint, this Sunday. Ava's an author who writes about the everyday man and woman who do extraordinary things. We're talking veterans, police officers, hardworking middle-class folks, all striving and struggling to make the world a better place. And that's exactly what we try to do here on America Out Loud, friends. So I want to start here with this Harvey Weinstein story, ladies. And when they say open secret, and I always chuckle inside when I hear those words. Gail, I can't help myself when that's said. I really can't. And they say, well, this has been an open secret in Hollywood for What the hell is an open secret? Can you define an open secret for me, please? Well, an open, open secret is basically how things get done. You know, uh, we have a, we have a U.S. Constitution that tells us how things get done, and then there is the reality of how things get done. Um, the this idea or this objectivity of this concept of the um, uh, casting couch has been around forever. Mm-hmm. To the point that I was just I just did a two way with Sky the other day, and we were talking about this. Um, bar that used to be around the corner from where I lived. I I live in Hollywood, but I lived at a different location and it was called the casting couch. So it's always been the third member of the play that nobody ever talks about, but that takes all this room on stage. One of the things we have to um, acknowledge when we talk about this entire thing is that um, this club 
that we're talking about, this, these powerful men, is not an exclusive club. It's not exclusive to Hollywood. It's not exclusive to the medical world. It's not in, exclusive to Wall Street. It is pervasive. Right. Well, that's what I was saying, Gail. It, it, with the common denominator is they're pigs. They're powerful men. I mean, and you're right. They're in political circles. They're in media circles. I mean, when you look at this combination of characters here, let, let's just start here. Ava, listen to this lineup here. All right. We know in the media circles, we know what happened with Roger Ailes, Bill O'Reilly, all of those folks. But then we had Woody Allen. We had Bill Cosby. Roman Polanski. I mean, these are powerful people. But take a look at the list in the past couple of few weeks. All right, the last 30 days even, or maybe the last 30 minutes for that matter. I mean, you've got here Roy Price, the head of Amazon Studios. He has been accused of sexual harassment by his producer, and he has since resigned. Andy, Andy Signor, he's the creator of Screen Junkies and the popular Honest Trailers series. Ben Affleck. And, of course, then there's Casey Affleck. And get a load of this. I don't know if you both know this. Harvey's brother. His super producer brother, Bob Weinstein, he's been now accused of sexual harassment as well. You've got Oliver Stone, James Tolback, the director of all those crazy great movies. And you've got uh, Mark Halperin. He was just fired from NBC News and MSNBC, HBO. You got, you, mm-hmm. I got names here of people I never met. You probably know more of these names than I do because I don't follow a lot of this, quite frankly. But you got here, you know, Kevin Spacey is one of the latest ones. He comes out and he admits that he is, uh, he's gay. And that's the big revelation there. Now, Gail, before I go to Ava, did you know by chance that Kevin, Kevin Spacey was gay? Was that public yeah. knowledge out there? No. Well, he, he had it not officially come out. Um, but, but, but you knew. But, well, he he. Uh, well, no, it wasn't official. So everything's okay. always speculation until it's uh, actually on the record. Uh, but when he um, when when these allegations came in and uh, he actually went on the record, he said he has lived his life with women and he's lived his wife with men and he currently now lives as a gay man. Um, but it's his. Um, it's his own decision to come out or to not come out. And um, actually, he really upset the LGBTQ community by actually tagging his acknowledgement of sexually assaulting um, a, a kid 30 years ago when he was only 14 years old, that he uh, combined the two together. That's a valid point. That is a really valid point, Gail. Wow, I didn't think of that. That is that yeah. is extraordinary. Yeah, I would see where they would be a little upset because right away you're labeling perverts. You're putting the word pervert in there, you know, immediately, right? Yeah. I mean, and you're not helping. You're not helping your cause, let's put it that way. No, you're not. But then, you know, you see some of these here. And I was shocked with Kevin Spacey. Ava, did you think Kevin Spacey, did you have any idea that he was gay all those years in Hollywood? No, no. I never thought that. I had no idea. I had no idea. I mean, I was shocked. In fact, they've stopped now. The House of Cards has now stopped production and everything. And now, just in the past hours here, there are more and more on the cast that are claiming unwanted sexual advances and claiming all kinds of problems with Spacey. So evidently, he was another uh, problem out there. Then you see this Dustin Hoffman is another one. Uh, a 17-year-old production assistant. And then there was another one that came out in Hoffman. Again, I can't keep up with it all, but just before coming on air with you all, there was an additional one with Hoffman. So, Ava, how much of this is a surprise to you, or are you surprised? 
I'm not really shocked by it, and I will tell you why. I've been observing a pornification, that's what I call it, of our pop culture for the last probably 20 years. It's been spiraling downward to the point where I rarely go to movies unless they're animated and really cute. Um, And I won't, I just don't, you know, patronize this type of stuff. Um, I think it all started unraveling right around when Pulp Fiction and all those movies were produced. And I, I kept wondering, you know, what, what is it that people see in those films? I mean, there were films that were just debauchery. I mean, there was, you know, and then the natural born killers, you know, and, and I could go on and on and name, you know, movies, but it's just a, a degrading of our culture in America. And I think people are so hungry to see movies right now that have like a mom and a dad and kids and, you know, some, some actual problems and, you know, a, a wonderful story, <laughs> you know, well, well, and it just isn't, you know, Hollywood is just, I don't know what kind of drugs they're doing out there, but it's just, it's gone. I mean, I, I look at it. This this casting couch stuff has been going on forever. The thing that really, really gets to me, here's, here's what I will talk about today. I am so upset that this has been hidden and pushed under the rug. And these young men and women and children have been exploited. And the thing that really gets my blood boiling is that they never spoke up and told people about it. Or if they did, they were they were shoved aside and not listened to or told that you can't say that about Mr. Harvey or, you know, whatever. And this is where I get really, I get really angry. Well, Well, that's where the power part comes in. Um, And the power part is not just grabbing somebody's arms and legs. The power part is I have control over you. I have control over what you do. I can ruin your career if you don't do what I say. So, all, you know, they call it sexual harassment, but there's nothing sexual about it. It's about power and it's about violence. And I think it's a misnomer. And I think they have to stop calling it sexual harassment or sexual assault. It's violence and it's about power. But that's what, you know, I always, uh, I agree with you, Ava. And it's like, why don't they speak up? Well, the fact is they want to work. And women have been told mm. so much and so long, just, uh, just, you know, let him grab what he wants and just move on. Stay away from him. Don't be in the same room with, and room with him. And what it is, is you're playing chess your entire career. So and then, I don't well, think I, I saw some way to photographs where I, I, I have, I've seen photographs where some moms were introducing their young daughters to this guy. I saw a photograph of Oprah Winfrey introducing young actresses to this guy. I'm talking about teenage actresses. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way in hell that Oprah Winfrey didn't know what was going on. She knew. And I, I, I'm convinced that all these people knew that this was taking place. And yet these young women were groomed and taken there and, you know, given to this pervert. And it and all for money and fame? Are you kidding me? Oh well, my you know, goodness! When you look at the Roman Polanski um, uh, rape case uh, uh, of the thirteen-year-old girl, she was brought to this party house um, and uh, left in the in the in the custodial care 
of Roman Polanski. So, um, you know, all moms aren't perfect. All dads aren't perfect. Um, believe me, I'm not letting anybody off the hook on any of this. But that's why the, that's why all of this stuff is um, kept under the radar because you can't pick out one person. There's a, an awful lot of um, collusion there. There's an awful lot of agreements, unholy alliances that are made and create uh, created and followed through. Uh, you know. It's like that line from The Godfather. It's just business, Mikey, and it's and and it's the disgusting underbelly hmm. uh, of of what's happening. And these yeah, are, and these are agreements. Yeah, and that's why I really wanted this show to be really shining a light on the young women or young children, I should say, um, and how can we somehow inoculate them from this kind of debauchery? Um, there are ways. There are ways that you can tell your child from a from the very moment they're born. I mean, you start, you know, teaching them about their body and about, you know, by the time they're three and they're they're verbal and, you know, there are many many steps you can take to address with your child to somehow help them fight this. Um, yes, I have a lot of scary statistics here, you know. Yes, but then then sometimes you know the. Um as kids grow up, the way in which they separate from their parents and create their own life and their own reality is that they do absolutely everything the opposite of what their parents have told them. And when you have a, a rich and powerful man standing in front of you holding a shiny object who can actually get you over the other side of the red rope hmm. and get you inside the club... You're going to do it, even if you even when you hear your parents voice in your head saying this is what's going to happen. <clears throat> this is what they're going to say. Um, and they and 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 we still do it. I, I'm not believe me, I'm not letting anybody off the hook. I am as interested as you are, Ava, in, in understanding how these dynamics uh, work and how they happen. I'm also as concerned well, as you are about um, why we're only hearing about this now and so much so fast at like machine gun speed. And for me, I, I have to pull out my analytical hat. And this is really all about critical mass. Well, Gail, Gail, one of the reports I just seen in the last many days to your point that you just made just now was that why is this all coming out right now about Harvey Weinstein and why did the chips start to fall so fast and furious? As you just said, like your head is spinning right now. We've never seen anything like this. I mean, there have been other incidents. I mean, Woody Allen didn't happen yesterday. Bill Cosby didn't happen yesterday. Roman Polanski didn't happen. So, you know, all of these things have been going on for years and years, decades in the making. So why all of mm -hmm. a sudden does Harvey Weinstein change the trajectory of all of this, where people are now coming out to say, hey, this happened to me, you know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever. One of the reports I've seen said that for Harvey Weinstein and a lot of his accusers and the things he did over the years— that when Harvey, what, Gail, I think you kind of hit it. When Harvey was at his most powerful point, people just went along with it. And they went along with all of these things that, like you say, Ava, like, oh, my God, we're shocked or something. But here's the thing. When Harvey, they felt that he was sort of more toward the end of his career. And some of the reports I'm seeing, uh, what you call, uh, Gail, the underbelly. And some of that underbelly is that, okay, 
like Harvey is maybe he's not as powerful anymore. I mean, I don't I'm this is not my opinion, but this is what I'm reading from some of the people who are, you know, shining a spotlight on this, you know, like maybe Harvey's not as powerful anymore and maybe uh you know, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. And so his accusers now have felt more free. There's more freedom there because he's not as as you say powerful. I put my hands up in quotes when I say that word powerful. Well, as, I think I think you're right when you use the word freedom. I think a lot of that is supported and moved forward by the idea of the anonymity uh, of social media. Mm -hmm. um, you have a younger generation of women who uh, have apps who put every thought uh, that comes into their head online. I mean, it's not just women, it's men, it's everyone. And this this kind of these some of these kinds of conversations are actually supported by that. So um, uh, it's it's like a room full of people where they say that happened to you that happened to me that happened to me that happened to me too oh my gosh you saw that you heard that and 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 whereas in the 1950s you didn't speak up about anything right. it was all about secrets no you didn't talk about nothing leaves this dining room table right. well that's true it is true. And, you know, you hit on that, Ava, moments ago, and, and Gail's all over this. But but here's the thing. You talk about the cash and couch and all of this. You know, my mind immediately goes to when you start saying, well, what's happened with a lot of the subject matter coming out of Hollywood, per se? I want to talk about this after the other side of this break a moment. But here's the thing. Why is why why is this such a big deal right now? Why why have women put up with it? I mean, why should women have? And are women part of the problem here? I do want to explore that line of reasoning to understand. You know, I know Gail. You say, well, it's part of the whole thing. It's part of the underbelly of society. But I got to tell you, I shake my head here, friends. And when you talk about the underbelly of society, you know what I've done. I've tried to put myself in that same situation, and I've thought to myself, and I've said, okay, Malcolm, now, you're this powerful Hollywood man or this powerful political guy. You know, you've got all the power in front of you. You can make things happen. You've got money, fame, fortune, the whole bit here. You're doing it. And now you basically can throw that around and basically demand people to have sex with you at any moment of the day on any whim that you desire. How does that feel to you? I ask myself that question. I'm going to tell you how I answered that question to myself just on the other side of this pause. So excited here today to have Gail Murphy with us and Ava Armstrong. It's a serious topic, and we're going to have more serious conversation in just a moment. Stay right there. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa. Award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958.
the Out Loud Perspective awaits you in life, love, politics, a healthy lifestyle, your faith, personal development, and living an out loud life on AmericaOutloud.com. Glitcher News and Entertainment Network, where you can listen 24-7 on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. We're back with you here, Malcolm Out Loud, and welcome back to Talk. Uh, listen, we got a lot happening at America Out Loud. I hope you have our apps by now, Android or Apple. We stream 24-7. Grab the app there or just listen to us on iHeartRadio. Tune in, AHA Radio. You can listen in your car or listen on the run. And by the way, if you don't know this, uh, close to about 70% of folks are listening to radio now. Guess where? On those smartphones. Probably that new uh, Apple 10 that's coming out. Man, would you spend a grand for that thing? Well, before I answer that back, I think I'm getting one. <laughs> so, well, welcome. I mean, what is it with new toys and things we got to have? We got to have. Well, you know, my son said to me the other day, but dad, you use the phone a lot for business. So you really need to have the newest one. I said, that's a good answer. Now, that's my 13 year old saying that, you know, oh, actually, he's 14 now. I can't keep up with it all, Ava and Gail. <laughs> it turns so quickly and so fast. <laughs> Well, I'm excited today to have on this uh, topic we're covering here, we're peeling the onion on. Uh, joining us back here is Gail Murphy. You know Gail, the celebritizer? And uh, she has a lot to say about this, very passionate. We communicated this past week. She sent me a text and said, Malcolm, we got to do this topic. I have a lot to say on this. Of course, Gail was also co-host of Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure, Season 1, a phenomenal blockbuster show we had a ball with, 10 women from around the globe. And so was Ava. Coincidentally, they were both co-hosts of that show, uh, which was uh, just an amazing show. And talk about creating great friendships. And, you know, there's going to be an alumni that come from that show now and some really, really cool things we're going to have ahead as we uh, you're going to see some things with America Out Loud out in the public forum uh, where we're going to be able to invite folks in and and really... um, uh, do some inspirational things out there to help people live a more fulfilling life. We have such incredible experts on the platform, friends. You've got to check them out if you haven't already. Go and check them out. In fact, we have a store on there where you can get Gail's book and you get Ava's books. Uh, there's a store right there, shop.americaoutloud.com is the direct address, or just click the store right at americaoutloud.com. There's a whole lot of stuff on there, but the books are just all over the place. And we're actually selling books I got the report back in uh, from the book company this past month, and we sold a fair amount of books. I was surprised um, and to see the list of them all, and I thought, well, that's cool. People are buying some of the books. So anyways, we're happy to do that and put that all out there. And also, beside Gail Murphy, Ava Armstrong is here. As you know, she's, again, a political commentator and was co-host of Life Liberty. By the way, ladies, I'm getting real excited about season two. We start uh, taping and recording this in just a bit and we got some really cool women from around the globe i've never met them but i gotta tell you it is pretty exciting stuff as i now enter into 10 new dynamic personalities and what happens from all that who knows life liberty and the pursuit of pleasure what a great show that was what a great concept you know Anyways, and, and i got to tell you a little bit later on, I'll tell you a little more when we get into it, about our newest show on the platform that is a killer operation on the weekends you've got to check out. I'll tell you more about Viewpoint a little bit after here. Let's get back into this, uh, The uh, well, I'm calling it the, you know what I've been calling this, the Weinstein Revolution, because I see this 
as sort of uh, Weinstein that started this. There's something that happened with Harvey Weinstein that changed the entire trajectory to me. You know, Gail, Ava, when we have these conversations, these kind of things that happen like this, they, they actually freak me out in a way that I can't really totally explain to you both. So let me explain to you what I mean, what I started to say before the break. So I look at things in a societal way of life and family and, you know, all the good things that we all aspire to, a higher calling, doing cool things in life, having fun. I mean, hey. And I, I think to myself, you know, the lives that are destroyed here. Uh, I've been reading some of the women that have come out and shared some of their testimonies from some of these uh, massive pigs out there who have said that they were so intimidated and so put off that they were never right again. And they quite didn't know. In fact, many of them said, like, take, for instance, I don't want to pick on any particular one, but I don't really care. Take, like, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, take, like, Kevin Spacey. Some of these people are saying, my God, like, you know, th- this was my idol. This was my idol. This is somebody I cherished. And I was so incredibly traumatized. I guess this would be a form of PTSD, more or less. I, 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 you could probably put that label on some of these people, which explains, Gail, when you said earlier... And Abel was saying, well, why do they allow this? I think some of them are so stunned and so shocked that they're probably traumatized where they're standing and don't quite know how to handle it. And then what I think a lot of the experts say is they start to question if they did something wrong. Well, it's interesting. Ava, in her outrage, which was just so fantastic, um, about we need to tell our our sons and our daughters about this. But it isn't. But it doesn't. Can't stop there. We have to tell them what to do about it. Mm-hmm. Now, writer Anagram Hunter is who was 17 at the time in 1985 on uh, on a, a production assistant, a volunteer, a non-paid position. Uh, she was an intern on Death of a Salesman. Uh, she did a guest. Um, a column for the Hollywood Reporter where she chronicled five weeks she spent working with Hoffman. Um, and she described him as both charming and a dirty old lech. Mm. She said she loved, she said he was so openly flirtatious with him. Uh, he was towards her. And she said, I love the attention. I mean, he was Dustin Hoffman. I loved it mm-hmm. until I didn't love it. And she regularly corresponded wow. with his sister, sending detailed messages about he how he was repeatedly groping her. Um, and you can read all those on the uh, in the Hollywood Reporter if you want to. But she claims that his misconduct was widely known and condoned on the set of Death of a Salesman, despite her efforts to alert superiors who told her to quote sacrifice some of our values to keep the production running smoothly. In other words, humor the king. Gail, that's a hell of an analysis. Think about what you're reading from the Hollywood Reporter there. It's fascinating because you're right. You remember the old saying like, well, he's just a flirtatious old man, right? Mm-hmm. right? I mean, that was, right? We, uh, You know, Uncle Ralph. I don't mean to pick on Uncle Ralph here, but Uncle Ralph, he's just a dirty old man. He's flirtatious. He didn't mean anything by it. And then you say that one woman says, well, she kind of liked that Dustin Hoffman was paying attention in a fun sort of way, but then he got, like, so annoying, like a bad mosquito that kept buzzing her that just wouldn't go the hell away. And I can see where that would become annoying. And a lot of these big, powerful men don't know enough when enough is enough is enough, and they push it. 
But then I wonder, and here's the big thing I want to question you both with. How do they live with themselves? Like, I couldn't possibly live with myself. I, straight out. Couldn't do it. Now, what does that mean? I, I don't know how to size that. Does that mean I have a better heart, a bigger heart? Because, I'm more conscientious? I know why. Why? I know why. I know why. Because you're a decent human being. You have values. You're a man of religion. You believe in something more than yourself, okay? These guys that do this are disgusting pigs. They don't have any principles. And they use people, and they don't care what happens to that person afterward. They don't care if they commit suicide. They don't care if they've destroyed their lives forever. They don't. These people have no feeling, no heart, no sense of conscience of right and wrong. And what you have to understand, Malcolm, they will always be there, okay? These people, these men, and there are women that do this too, they will always be lurking there. And what... The, the equation here that we have to really focus on is the female or the male or the young child who's being molested. And if they're being molested willingly, then there's a problem with that child's sense of esteem. Okay, for someone to sit there and say, Dustin Hoffman paid attention to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so I'm just bathing in his attention and I love it so much that I'll give my body to him. Then there's something very sick in that equation. Ava, I don't what? think she thinks she's going no, to give her body you. to him, though. I don't think that's the case, Ava. But, Ava, hold on. I remember you saying in a previous show on that other series one time where you had some a lot of dirty men that used to say outrageous things around you in the workplace. And you used to not only flick yep. them off, yep. but you'd kick them in the nuts if they moved across the line or what have you. But, see, you handled it that I way. A, I, I drew a line. Right. I drew a line and this is how this is what I would teach young women to right. do. You will always interact with men your whole entire life, okay? You will come across men who are like Malcolm, who are decent, funny guys, sweethearts, they'll once in a while they'll slip and say a swear word or something. No biggie, okay? But you will also run across these men who are like these guys we're talking about. They're men in power. They're men. It, it, this happens in every workplace all over the world, okay? This is nothing new. It, it's, it's forever, you know? And you have to understand this. You have to somehow build a force field in that girl or young man and explain to them how to react to that person who crosses the line. And you have to explain where the line is exactly what kind of behavior for them crosses that line. For me, it was actual, you know, hands-on, you know, a guy coming up behind me, grabbing me, uh, you know, shoving me up against a cooler. Um, yeah, I kicked him in the nuts, okay? And he had it coming. I mean, it, you know, these are things that you have to not be afraid to do that. You really have to not be afraid. And mm-hmm. This is the thing. Wow. This is what will inoculate you. And the second thing that I mentioned was this this hero worship or this feeling of, you know, oh, I love having this attention. If a person has that feeling that they love to have that attention, there's something missing. There's something missing if that's how you have to love yourself yes, is to get the, this, this weird attention. No, the, no, there's something wrong. The wisdom of elder is always so valuable. But when you're young and, 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 and you say there's something missing, what's missing when you're 17 
is the wisdom of someone 35 plus. So, um, so there, so, so what is there if there's not wisdom, there's vulnerability. And I wanted to just make a comment of what you were talking about just about three minutes ago when describing this behavior. It's really sociopathic. It's not, it's, you, you talk about depravity, you, you, you talk about outrageous behavior, it's horrible. It's called being a sociopath. It's, this is a condition that ha where the person has no conscience. They think of no, they're completely self-obsessed. They think about nothing but themselves. The thing that makes right. these young women so beautiful and so attractive is because they are so non-complex, hmm. is because they are so open to the world. And, and so they become prey, whether they like it or not. They are prey. Um, and, 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 and a predator can smell that from around the corner. There's a very but I have to I have to say one I have to say one thing here, Gail. It's become not cool to have dignity anymore as a woman in our society right now. I mean, when when girls wear T-shirts that say, you know, why do I need morals when I have these? And and it, it, there's an arrow pointing to their breasts. I mean, look at how some of the young women dress. Look at everything you do reflects your self-image. That's what you have to understand about a, a woman or any young person. What you do on the outside is reflect, re, it's reflecting what's going on on the inside. And well, if you me, have to call attention to your body that way, if you think that's okay, if, if dressing like a hooker is something that you think is acceptable, then, you know, go to the next step here. Yes, but I mean, see, there's something, there's a lack of dignity and, and people, people joke about this now. I mean, but, if, if, a, if a girl actually wears clothing that is, you know, covering her body and she's somewhat modest, she gets made fun of. But see, the thing is, and I understand what you're saying, because we have the wisdom of being 35 plus, you can't victimize the victim. And, and I, I'm not really sure if it's modifying behavior because if, if I know karate, I can wear anything I want hmm. because you're gonna, they're going right. to kick you out of here on a stretcher. Hmm. So um, I understand what how you're How do saying. we give these so, women, how do, you give young, how do you give young people that wisdom, though? That's what, my question. What you do is you, you finish the statement that you started and, this, and the statement that you started is we have to let young girls know about this. They're going to be out there in the world. We got to give them the second component is what do you do? Mm -hmm. What do you do? Right. And even then, you have no guarantee that they're not that they're going to follow your advice. Why? Because I wanted so badly I could die. I wanted so badly I could die. Uh, I. Um, I'm in dire straits. I have to meet this person. I have to meet this person. That's a character issue. But the fact is, by critical mass, you're going to reach the most amount of people, and they're going to pe get people that don't get it. And it is a generational after generational after generational kind of thinking. Now, in a place like Israel, where everybody has to be in the army, and everybody gets drafted, you have a whole lot of Israeli women who ain't fallen for this crap, and that's the, for the truth. Because hmm. well, they're going right. to have to take those guys out on a stretcher, and, and we know that. 
So uh, I think it's um, a little bit or off topic to saying that it has to do with what you wear and and how you stand and 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 being alluring. Uh, it's it's greater than that because you have to look at it as if I know karate, they're taking you out. You better call nine one one. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah, but I'm just uh, what I was kind of really referring to. I wear whatever I want, so yeah, you know. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm but what I'm. <laughs> I carry guns, but um, I, I'm just saying that um, I think when women dress like hookers, okay, I think it debases them within themselves, actually. I'm not, I'm not so concerned about like, a, you know, it will invite unwanted attention, definitely. But I think it also is destructive of their own self-image. That's more what I'm focused on here right now. I'm focused on this young girl who's 16 or 17, who's just coming into her own. And she's being offered something very shiny, very beautiful. And she has to make that decision. And she has to check in with her own principles, her own values that are embedded in her soul. Now, those values got embedded there by, you know, mom, dad, a whole host of people could be grandmother, grandfather, uncles, aunts. And a culture that supports it. Because the culture is outside of the family. Right. But see, there are are three, I call it the three-legged stool, okay? There are three components in that child's life. There's religion, there's home life, and there's what they learn in the school system. And pretty much religion is gone out of our country right now. Um, It's becoming less and less religious. And the home life is is very often a broken family. And school is now teaching an extremely liberal curriculum where everything's fine. And it's stealing history away and everything else. So, I mean... We're in a very dysfunctional society right now here in America. I'm, I'm really concerned about the future for those reasons. And I think this tailors into this whole topic. Well, I, I, I know I just expanded the topic. Oh, no. I, and I agree with you. I agree with you because as long as, as, long as we're going there, when you have um, – okay, so we talked about the fact that culture needs to support, you know, culturally we need to let make everyone aware but when you have the person at the top you have the single most powerful man in the world who is a self-confessed uh, predator mm-hmm. who says you can grab their private parts whenever you want they like it and they like it because you're a star mm-hmm. um for a lot of people, that's really important because he is, and, and I'm, 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 I'm not, please don't pervert this. He is their Harvey Weinstein. He, he is their person with the, with the shiny thing who can bring them in and, and, and make them feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. I find that really, really terrifying. Okay. Yeah, but there's a big difference between saying something off color and actually committing he, an act. That's, he did, that's he, horrendous. He did, he did there's commit, a huge difference. He said he did. 
He said he, that's self-confessed. I'm not looking to point fingers. I'm just looking to, you know, peel the stone back and say, okay, so what are we dealing with here? Well, you know, it's, it's well, funny. I've had completely it's it's funny you bring that up in that way, Gail. And we're speaking, if you haven't figured that out, friends, we're speaking of uh, President Trump now at the time was Donald Trump. The uh, well, he was a, a reality star and a successful businessman and so on and so forth. And uh, uh, that was the Billy Bush tape that became really world famous. Uh, and actually his in some of the copy I have in front of me that was given to me in preparation for this conversation today, his name was actually put into a mix of people uh, that were uh, the Bill O'Reilly's, the Roger Ailes, the Bill Cosby's, Woody Allen's, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And his name was in there, actually, as powerful men who crossed the line. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting point I started to think about when, when um, uh, you know, Ava, you just put it out there like that. Is And I started to think, Gail, in the same way to myself. I was saying while you were talking there, is this is there a big difference between saying it and acting on it and what does that really mean in other words there's what we call locker talk uh, let me say this to everybody there's nobody who's listening to this nobody and including the president company of all of us who are on here who cannot admit that we've said some stupid stupid shit in our lives okay i mean everybody <laughs> could admit to that right now we've all said we have we've said some stupid shit and if we could take some of that back and say, well, that was the dumbest thing I ever said. Or, Malcolm, it, Malcolm, wait a minute, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. Of all this list of all these men who have been accused of this, not one of them confessed to actually doing it. He is the only one that actually confessed to doing it and and how good it was because they like it. They like it. Well, when you confess, I mean, those are the words he used. We don't, there was, we don't know yeah well but again that's that's uh, but we don't really know how much locker talk that is you know i cringe when i hear all of that no question about it but everyone that's coming out right well there are some though who have come out and apologized gail i don't know offhand who they are but i have seen a couple of these cats come out and apologize for the way they were or the way they acted or what they did so that's not necessarily true there are others who've done that but, mm-hmm. but the common denominator with, with that incident with Trump and that is powerful men. Back to that. But, uh, Gail, you went further with it. And, and, and I, I, I need to pause here a moment. But you went further with it a moment ago. And I really did appreciate your analysis back and forth when you talked about the sociopaths that they are. And these common criminals. And then Ava talks about, well, you know, society as itself is going to hell in a handbag. And where are we really? You know, as the father of young daughter... A young daughter, I'm always made aware of that, uh, making sure she can defend herself, knowing that I don't ever want her in a position where she can't. Back to what you said, Gail. Well, in Israel, they all get into the military so they can basically defend themselves and kick his ass. Listen, I purely and firmly believe that women should be in that position to 100% to defend themselves. But there's a bigger equation here I continue to think of here, ladies, and it's the subject of sex. Why is it, and most of the, the perpetrators we're talking about and the pigs we're discussing are men. Very, there are some women out there, there's no doubt, but they're so far and few in between. You just, that's not the mainstay here. That's not the big diet. That's a, that's a little side appetizer in this big conversation. And with that said, with all these men, I'm constantly reminded, what is the attraction to sex? And then, and then I think to myself, well, 
Now, how could some of these men do this with young people like that, or anybody for that magnitude, who doesn't want to participate in a willing uh, relationship or whatever that is? Well, it's I, not about sex. That's the thing. I, I, I don't think it is. I think you're onto something. I think you're onto something. I, I can't. It's about sex. It's about power. It's about violence. power, which we started this out with talking about power. So I think you're onto something. Again, you two are the perfect one to have this conversation with because you're so brilliant, both of you, and you understand a lot of these societal uh, challenges and the, and the plight of many out there that we are having. Let's continue this um, just just ahead, right after this pause here. It is. I, I, there's a lot of big questions here I ask myself that are really hard to get answers for uh, when you look at society as a whole and you look at people and why sometimes they do the things they do. I don't know. I, I, I worry about a whole lot of it, friends. I, I don't really have all the answers for you, but I hope if you are out there and you're somebody who's doing that, that you'll seek and get the help you need immediately. And, and the other point I'll make, and we'll pause here, is I think that Gail and Ava both have sort of hit on this. We have to educate the future. We have to educate the kids and the people that are coming along here. It is unacceptable, period. For any reason, powerful or no powerful, or whoever they are, it is unacceptable that sex is used as a degrading tool, that it is constantly used as for these power-seeking, hungry, pedophile pigs and scum of the planet. <laughs> On that pause, we'll be right back with you. Let the silent voices be heard. It's the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.com For a wide spectrum of programming from world and political news, societal and cultural stories, law enforcement, our military heroes, and much more. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. Welcome to the new era in communications. America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are back with you here, Malcolm Out Loud. We are here on Talk. We have Gail Murphy, Ava Armstrong with us. And uh, again, their books are up on the store on America Out Loud. Go check them out. They're both fantastic people. Uh, just love them both very much. And they're terrific friends and contributors here at America Out Loud. And, uh, and I just love to get, again, we have such brilliant people that are part of America Out Loud. Let me just tell you right now, if you haven't seen the latest or you're not up to speed with what's going on, my friends, it is the kind of platform where we problem solve, we talk solutions, we talk in a way that just simply others don't do. So I encourage, and, and the, the, the conversation moves there quickly. So it's a place you need to get to every day because the headline stories and the feature stories at the top change every day throughout the day, you see? And that's kind of what we're doing here. By the way, the weekends, we feature more on lifestyle. We have a lot of unique shows as well. Now, we have all of our bloggers, our national columnists, but we also have our talk radio network, America Out Loud Talk Radio. You just search for that. You'll find us on many of the large talk radio networks out there. And I hope you'll get our app if you don't have it on Android or Apple. Just type in America Out Loud Talk Radio, Android or Apple. You can get us anywhere on the planet. Or just get the, the, the links and the click-throughs are right on the home page of America Out Loud. By the way, real quickly, we have a brand new show I am, like, super excited about. It is called Viewpoint This Sunday. 
And it was my version of a news talk show for the weekends on radio, where most people are now, where we can put it into their homes and their phones and their cars and give people the latest. So it's kind of like a Meet the Press, Face the Nation, Fox News Saints, all of those programs rolled into one where we give you honest reactions, all sides of a conversation. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. We're pulling in a lot of our experts from the platform here, uh, for sure. So take a look at that. That's uh, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. We run again the Encore at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also it goes to podcast after 12 on Sunday because of the uh, urgency of the program and the news. And it's, it's, it's a hard, fast news program, but with a little bit of class and style. I think you'll enjoy it. Check that out, please. We are talking here about the Weinstein Revolution and all that has happened and come forth. And Ava, during the break and coming out, you said, well, I want to talk about the men because I know some of these people and I work with them. And we'll do that. We'll do that. But it's funny you said that and the way you said it before the mic went hot here again. And I, and I said to myself, now, why the hell is she saying that? I want to talk about the women. Isn't that funny? And she, as soon as she made that statement, I said, okay, I'm going to give you most of the segment to do that. But I just want to pose a question to you both first before we go and we, uh, we uh, kick the men where they need to be kicked here. Let me ask you this. Hmm. When we look at society as a whole, how much are, I just want to know from you, are women to blame here that they have succumbed to this, that they are allowing men to manipulate them, their lives? As you say, Gail, to get one step further ahead, how important is that? Well, Ava says it shouldn't be that important, but yet we've made success and we've made, it's like a lure. We, di- we, we dangle out there. You can't really have this. I mean, you know, it's like 1% of anybody who gets to be at that nature of making, you know, tens of millions of dollars in Hollywood. And everybody wants to be that glamorous, you know, that, that next uh, Naomi Watts or that next, you know, whoever it is, you know. And so what about the women, Gail? Shouldn't they be? Is there no accountability that we haven't educated them properly and that women shouldn't be responsible and accountable that it's not acceptable? And just because well, you want the gig doesn't mean you should take your skirt off. Yeah, well, so have you talked to your daughter about that? 100%. Okay, so what has what has to happen is when it's most of these, I would say 90% or even more, all this takes place in a business environment. Whether it's Bill O'Reilly, whether it's Dustin Hoffman, uh, all of it's in a work environment. Why is there no handbook? Why is there a narrow handbook that says in business, and you're a woman, and you're having a meeting with a powerful person, travel with a partner, utilize your cell phone, don't go into hotel rooms, make sure your meetings are in offices, and if the only way you can get that meeting is in a hotel room, bring a friend. If someone tells you uh, that they're going, check in with them. Uh, and leave immediately Bingo. Bingo. if you say for you cocktails or they're wearing a bathrobe or they talk about massages, get out. Well, Gail, Bill Cosby made a career of that, Put, putting okay. pills in people's drinks and women okay. at the hotels, and he made a career out of that, no? Well, the fact is, the, fa- the fact is those are still allegations, number one. Number two, he uh, put something in their drink. The, the allegations all across the board is that he drugged them. Right, right. Absolutely. I mean, he- and I want to and I want to say here, yeah, we need to say here too um O'Reilly is still not 
he has not been indicted on any of those things yet. No, so. no, but he, but they, the last case, he, the hush money was $32 million. Well, he paid a lot of money, and I think that was called reputation or trying to salvage reputation when money is not the object and you don't want somebody to, you know, uh, um, destroy your <laughs> reputation. But, yeah, I haven't seen any more legal proceedings on him. I don't know what's going on with him, actually. There I have no idea. There were several, several times where he paid people off. Uh, uh, look, I have no you, doubt. I have no you, doubt on any of them that it hasn't happened across the board. So many of these women were paid off mm -hmm. and they broke their non-disclosures. So what was going on? I mean, that was supposed to be done and dusted and over. And yesterday's news. Um, do you take the money and talk? Uh, can I answer that? Yes. So. Does that make you more or less? Uh, what What does that say about you? And believe me, there's no secret answer. I don't know how I feel. Well, I don't know, first of all, anybody who's not going to take the money. Do you know, Ava? No, no. no. I mean, come on. They're going to take the money. I mean, if you're given X amount of millions of dollars to show, of course you'll okay. take the money. So if you decide not to shoot him and kick him in the nuts instead mm -hmm. and right. take the money, do you have the right to come out 10 years later? Well, that's because interesting. Because you're a non-disclosure. Yeah, that's interesting. What if somebody, and you know, you talked about educating the new generation and the kids and so on and so forth, both of you are, but listen to this. So what if a woman came out, now that's a good point, Gail. You always come up with some interesting angles. Here, here's one here, Ava. What if a, a, a woman mm -hmm. of stature came out and said, now hold on here, listen to this a minute. You, we, what we're looking here is for a game changer. So what if one of these... What, one of these very glamorous, popular women came out and said, you know, I was offered, and she had the proof, not just hearsay, but the proof. I was offered, you know, $12 million. I declined the money. I want charges brought against X, or I want something done because I have the evidence here. This is what happened. I do not want the money. What kind of an example would that send? Well, it would be a big deal. Yeah, you don't see it that happening. It would be a, a game changer. Yeah, that's what I'm no. wondering. I mean, there are no morals here. So you talk about morals, Gail. I don't think they exist with any particular gender or situation because money talks and bullshit walks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by guilty. taking the money and agreeing to not talk about it, your career moves on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's an it's an unholy alliance. Believe me, anybody listening to this, I am not taking sides here. I'm not condoning it. It's something I find fascinating. No, you're it's right. You're right. Yeah. You know, I wonder this. Here's a, here's, a, here's a crazy question for you now. With all this happening right now, and all of these people, none of this would have happened, I, I don't believe, I don't have a crystal ball, but I don't believe, if Harvey Weinstein, if that hadn't collapsed and fallen so hard, so fast, so big, I wonder, should we be thanking Harvey Weinstein at this point, ladies? Okay, so here's another thought. Here's another thought. If, if, you have a Harvey Weinstein who winds up paying a million to this one, a million to that one, a million to that one. He's staying in these high-class hotels. Why doesn't he just get a hooker? That's a great point. Because it ain't about the sex. It's what you said, love. It's about power. It's the hooker wants to do it. Yeah. You can pay for that, too. You get a hooker for, le hooker for less money, I assume. Again, I've never been with a hooker, so I don't know, but I assume they're less money. Ha! Uh, a whole lot less money. I've never had one in my life, but they sound fascinating. Uh, but uh, no, I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine, ladies, calling somebody into a room and inviting a hooker in and saying, I want to have sex with you? Do you even know where that pervert spent before you were in the room? Who the hell would want to have sex with them? Listen, and, 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 huh. and if you pay them, 
it's you have a lot better time than raping them. Yeah, you bring up a valid point, but you've already hit the nail on the head, Gail. You did that a while ago when you said it's not about the money. It's about power. It's about power right. and violence. That's what you said. It's about hurting people. You Somebody like Harvey Weinstein, mm -hmm. uh, the guy misbehaved everywhere he went. Exactly. He was exactly. mean, ordered people around. So, Gail, why were so many people silent and quiet for so long? Do, is, do you know if there's a right answer to that, Gail? He held the keys to the kingdom. He held the keys to the kingdom. No kidding. No and that's why, that's why I keep saying, that's why I keep saying the key is here. Mm -hmm. Be careful, women, what you worship. Mm -hmm. The two women you're listening to on this show today are, listen, nothing short of extraordinary women. And they are a model. Let me just be real with everybody. They are a model for everyone to follow. Uh, there's no mistake about it. Now, again, you've got to promise me, go to the store, find Gail's book. Uh, she's got a great book, uh, Interview Tactics, How to Survive the Media Without Getting Clobbered. Now, Ava has got books, like she's a prolific author. That's her specialty. I mean, she is an author. And she's got books, like incredible books, about our police officers and veterans and hardworking, as she calls it, middle-class folks that are striving and struggling to make the world a better place. That's what I like. That's the sweet spot for all of us. That's the sweet spot for Gail Murphy, Ava Armstrong, and Malcolm. That's our, that's our spot, friends. We want to make the world a better place. That's actually the sweet spot for all of America Out Loud. And I have to tell you, I couldn't be prouder of the experts and the caliber of people we have on our platform. Truly, it's a blessing, and we are not. In fact, one of our newest experts is uh, the uh, national economist uh, Harry Dent has joined us, and his first uh, uh, column and article is up there. Uh, Harry was on our show last week as well, and he's got some pretty profound things to say. Check him out. Again, you'll continue to see the conversation evolve as we are doing here on America Out Loud. We'll continue on this beat just ahead. I want to thank Gail and Ava for doing the show today with me. And I hope, you know, at this point, we just want you to think. I hope we've created a movement in your mind where you'll take some action. And as I always say to your friends, get involved, get loud.